0: Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is John Leonard. I'm chairman of the Milton Board of Appeals. Uh, I'm here with uh, Ted Daber and Kathleen O'Donnell board members for a continued uh, hearing on the application of Falcone Properties, LLC. The application is uh, dated September 11th, uh, 2023, and uh, is uh, seeking um, a use variance in order to allow a commercial parking area to the rear portion of the uh, present a residential building lot at 7.7-9 Pleasant Street at 672 Randolph Avenue uh, in Milton, Massachusetts. Uh, we Our last hearing on this matter was on November 6, 2023 and was continued to, to this date to allow the applicant to continue proceedings before the Milton uh, Planning Board uh, and to uh, get the the necessary permits from the plan from the planning board, uh, in, in order to proceed with the application before the board of appeals, uh, the applicant is um, uh, represented by uh, attorney um, uh, Marion McEachrick. Um, so welcome aboard again, Mrs. McEachrick. Thank you. And uh, I, I understand that. Uh, your last hearing before the, uh, the planning board uh, was i believe on January, January 11th and uh, there were some uh, technical issues that came up with the uh, notice of the hearing so um. uh, why don't uh, why don't we proceed with uh uh you can give us a brief explanation of uh, the status of the planning board matter, uh, and perhaps what additional information you presented to the planning board. Uh, And uh, uh, we'll hear from any people who are present who want to be heard um, on this abbreviated hearing. uh, And then we'll continue this hearing to a date subsequent uh, to the next uh, planning board meeting, which is February eighth, which will give uh, are you time to uh, wrap up the Planning Board situation, uh, secure permitting from the Planning Board, and uh, have a final hearing before the Board of Appeals. So, um, with that as a rather long preamble, uh, welcome back to the Board of Appeals, and we're happy to hear from you.
1: Thank you. I'm Marian McKettrick, and I represent the applicant for this um, application to the Board of Appeals, uh, and that's generally an accurate description of what's been going on. Uh, we were scheduled to meet with the Milton Planning Board to further discuss the site plan on December 14th, and that followed a site walk with uh, four of the five planning board members on December 2nd, at which um, several of the neighbors were present, including Mayan Trung of 678 Randolph Ave, Ryan Ballard, Caitlin Manning of 688 Randolph Ave, and Nick Sesso, who is the father of, of Caitlin Manning. Um, And at that site walk, we went over a modified site plan that had been prepared based on previous um, comments before the planning board. And we were asked to make a few other changes to the plan, which we did do that plan was submitted to the planning board timely, but then the planning board failed to post its December 14th hearing. And as a result of that, they have to re advertise and set a new date Um, and the new date was january 11th so we have met with the planning board again but only several days ago and we now have a plan that has had a lot of details ironed out Um, mostly it's the same plan that i submitted to you so i'm going to review the changes that are in that plan and mention any um, small additional changes that are going to be put in that plan tonight just to kind of give you an idea of where things stand um, The only other thing we're waiting for is a report from the engineering department for the town of Milton. They are reviewing the stormwater plan. We don't have a report back yet, but we do expect to be getting that. That's something that the planning board would prefer to have before they make a decision, but we'll see how the timing works out on that. So um, the principal changes that we've made are that we moved the orientation of this parking area. It was extending straight out into the lot across the top of the lot and now the parking area has been turned and one side of it is running along the side of the existing parking area at 7 to 9 Pleasant Street that was suggested by a planning board member at a at a meeting with them. Um, we have changed the trees so that we're now providing a mix of evergreens um, arborvitis but a, a type of arborvitae that's not susceptible to drought and that that's not as likely to be eaten by deer so it's a particular variant of arborvitae and then um red maples those are all shown on the shown on the plans that we sent to you at the beginning of december and they're going to be um arborvitae will be in a row in the in the dividing area between the adjacent lots and this parking area and then the red maples will be in back of the arborvitae to make a more attractive appearance um, we've done a couple of other things um, at that meeting. We agreed to install, well, we'd already agreed to install a wood fence like the one that's already there. So the fence around this new parking area would be the same as the fence that's, that's at the seven to nine Pleasant Street um, lot. And we are gonna make it six feet high and then have two feet of lattice. So that will be a little bit higher. Um, that, that will help to obstruct the view and then when we met on site, we agreed that the, that the arborvitae, when they're planted, will be 10 to 12 feet high, so that at their planted height, they'll be higher than the height of the fence, and those two things together will create a much better screen for any view of the parking area. Um, we also agreed to install the same lighting in this parking area that's in the existing parking lot, and those are residential style lots that are attached on the inside of the posts in the parking area. So they're, they're not particularly visible and they're more attractive. Um, we've made just a couple of small tweaks um, in this plan, and we've ordered a new photometric plan for you um, and for the planning board. And we are waiting to get that final photometric plan. So you can expect to see that coming well as soon as possible in the next week or so. Um, and we expect that that plan will show no lighting overspill onto adjacent properties. Um, and while we were on the site, we talked about the design for the stormwater structures, and the, our engineer um, explained that the stormwater flow will go into the new into new stormwater structures underground, and then will be directed back into storm drains that are under the um, existing parking area behind Bents. So the stormwater flow from this this upper part of the lot, which is at a height, is now going to be directed back towards the existing parking area there's no stormwater structures on this lot right now so stormwater just comes down the hill and just pours right down towards Route 28 Um, so finally um, at the meeting last week with the planning board there were just a couple of other requests that were submitted to us one was that we continue the wood fence around the corner at the end closest to the neighbor's lot That's going to be shown on a revised plan that you'll be getting in the next few days. The planning board asked for that. Um, And they also asked for a clearer list of the plantings and exactly where they're going to be placed. One of the neighbors, Ryan Ballard asked us to move the red maples back a little bit from the edge because he just doesn't want as as much of the leaf fall to fall onto his property. So um, that's been done. I haven't seen it yet, but the engineer has put that on the plan. And um, we'll be sending that along to you as a final submission and along to the planning board. So with this relocation of the additional parking area, we've reduced the size of the overall parking. There will be only 15 spaces in this new area. And then you'll have to remove spaces in the existing parking lot to create the entrances coming in here. And we're removing the um, tandem parking in the back and just making it into two parking spaces in the existing lot. So the result is there's a net increase of 10 parking spaces with the addition of this new parking area. Um, And these 10 spaces will provide more off street parking for visitors to the cafe and commercial clients it will reduce the pressure, particularly on the five residential tenant parking spaces during the day, those tenants, some of them will come back during the day and find their spaces are occupied because there just isn't anywhere else to park in back of this building. Um, now, at its closest point to the trunk property, the parking area is set back 30.9 feet compared to the 20 feet. It was set back in the original plan. So we've increased the setback from the trunk property um we're going to, we're going we are showing in this new plan um an area for snow storage at the rear in the wooded area that's the area that doesn't have any fence because it doesn't face any neighboring residences and we've also removed um a curb or a berm at the back there so that it will be easy to push snow back in that direction there are a lot of deciduous trees in that area some of them are small but there are a few big ones um, so the best we thought and planning board seemed to agree with us at the sidewalk walk that, that this small area should be left so that it's available for storm for uh, snow storage and that we don't want to have to take down any more large trees in the back of this lot um, we've uh, let's see okay so that's kind of a summary of the changes um, that we've agreed to you're still waiting for And so is the planning board for a new photometric plan for this new um, lighting in the parking area and this new orientation of the parking. Now, um, Greg Morris is here tonight, and Greg is going to share screens if he can do that. If you'll let him do that,
0: oh, that'd be great. That'd be very helpful.
1: And then um, I I think maybe we'll leave. He'll go through the plan page by page again quickly. I know I've I've summarized the changes, but he can point them out to you. and comments that he feels will be helpful.
0: Great, Mr. Oh, Bolles. Awesome.
1: While he's doing that shared screen, um, they just want to reiterate that we are not proposing any increase or change to the uses in the Bent Building. The only purpose of this parking plan is to improve the parking that it, for the uses that exist. Those so that's the the five tenants, the five apartments, the commercial space, and the cafe and the catering business. Okay. So um, this is this is the kind of the key plan. This is the new parking plan up most updated. Um, and it shows you you can see the green arborvitae surrounding the left side of the parking area. The 15 parking spaces within the lot and then the three there are three trees. Uh, that's the that's the entrance and then the three trees in the back here are the red maples. And on this plan, which we haven't revised yet to this extent, those maples are going to be moved a little bit further, a little closer to the parking area. It, as close as as will still provide for good growth for both types of trees. Um, let's see. I guess you should just note, and this is not different from the plan that I showed you um, several months ago, that uh, quite a number of parking spaces have to be removed to create the entrance to this parking area so there those are all those are all tenant spaces the five tenant spaces are all being moved into the new parking lot and then over on the right in the rear of the existing parking area you now see three parking spaces marked with E's, um, instead of the tandem parking that we had there before Let's see. It's a little hard to see, but the snow there's a note showing the snow storage area, and that's that's the part of this parking area that doesn't have a fence. So, and it's not going to have a big curb either because we want to make it easy to push snow back into that area. Let's see. We also, just for your information. If you look at the red dotted line on this plan it's kind of faint. Um, that is the previously proposed parking layout. So you can see that this is this is a fairly significant change from that layout. Um, I guess the main purpose was to get the corner further away from the neighbor's property. Does anybody have questions about this site plan this part of the site plan we we'll, we have some other pages we can talk about as well
0: why don't you hold on one second uh miss o'donnell do you have any questions of mrs mcgetrick on this plan
2: um no actually i looked at that plan i also um watched the video of the planning board meeting and so um so i have i looked at it and i, I appreciate the fact that this parking has shifted farther away from the abutters um, but, um, but no, I, I had, t- had taken a look at that and watch the planning board presentation this afternoon.
0: Great. Great. Uh, Mr. David, do you have any questions? Of- uh,
3: n- not at this time. Thanks. Not, not on this plan, no. Thanks. Thank
0: you. Uh, Marion, why don't you uh, proceed with the rest of the book?
1: <clears throat> okay, Greg, um, do you want to look at show us the drainage, um, the page that has the drainage plans and maybe explain that again? or explain it better. I think this is it. Sure.
4: This is the, this is the drainage plan for the record, Gregory Morse, registered engineer, Morse engineering. Uh, What we, what we tried to do with this drainage plan is we looked at the existing site drainage pattern, which generally this site drains from the right side of the screen here. Um, towards the left-hand side of the screen. Um, So what we're doing with this parking lot is we're taking all of the water that's within that parking lot surface and coming onto that parking lot surface. We've graded it in a fashion that directs it to two catch basins. Those catch basins are right here, essentially at the entrance to the new parking lot. Those two catch basins um, are what we refer to as deep-sum-putted catch basins, so they provide a an area for any sediment that's within the stormwater to settle out uh, within the basin itself uh, and to act as a gas and oil trap. And then we're directing the water into a series of uh, subsurface leaching chambers right here. The leaching chambers are below the ground surface. Uh, They will take the stormwater and direct it back into the soil. Uh, We had conducted some soil tests at the site, you know, to confirm the uh, soils there and the infiltration rates. Um, we had done a drainage analysis of the pre-development versus the post-development conditions to document that um, during the two, ten, and 100-year storm events, we are not increasing the runoff um, off of this site. So we have submitted those to the DPW and the town's engineer for their review at this point.
1: Okay, um, I just have to take a quick look myself to see if there's other pages I wanted you to comment on. No, there's a detail page talking about the stormwater structures. I don't know if anyone has an interest in that um, existing conditions page. Um, I, I don't have any requests for further comments, Greg. Anything else you can think of?
4: The only piece that I wanted to point out on the site layout plan that we didn't talk about in super detail was the location of this proposed fence that we've talked about. Um, the parking lot behind the fence building right now is surrounded by a wooden fence. Um, and Marion did state we are putting new fencing. Uh, this is the location of that new fencing. So the new fencing would go between the parking lot in between the abutting residential properties. Um, It's a six-foot high, uh, solid wood fence, and then on top of the six-foot portion of the fence, there is a two-foot decorative lattice on the top. Um, It essentially matches the fence that's already existing at the Bentz factory, but that's the location of that fence. Um, The planning board had requested at their meeting last week that we extend the end of it here by approximately another five feet um, so that's one of the revisions we're making at their request is that extension at the end of the fence location. Uh, other other than that, I think Marion touched on everything that I had on my list. So I can leave this up on the screen if the board wants, or I can take it down, whichever you prefer.
0: Yeah, why don't you leave it there for one second? And let me just ask uh, Miss O'Donnell, do you have any uh, questions of Mr. Morse?
2: Um, no, I do not. Mr. Navarro.
3: Excuse me. Um, Ms. McKetrick, you said that the town uh of Milton Engineering Department is going to be um uh issuing a report on the stormwater.
1: Usually uh, what they do um, what um this isn't a plan that you know requires the full the the full stormwater review process. Sometimes there's a peer review with that and everything but we always send it to the engineering department and what we expect to get back from them is either saying the following things need to be adjusted or we have questions or sometimes even the first letter says we reviewed the plan it's satisfactory it shows the appropriate control of stormwater runoff onto neighboring properties um we haven't received that yet the um i believe the town's town engineer is has moved from milton and so a staff engineer now is reviewing the plan, but there's been a delay in looking at it. Not that there's anything problematic, but just that they hadn't gotten to it yet. So we will be expecting to get a letter back and I, as soon as possible. Uh, about two weeks ago, a week and a half ago, the planning director um, sent it again and, and a new engineer was assigned to review it.
3: Mm-hmm. Um. Do you have any sense of? I, I see the outline of the uh, the prior uh, uh, from the prior plan of of what where the parking lot was going to be. Uh, is this uh, proposed lot then uh, smaller in area than the prior one?
1: It is. This is forty nine hundred square feet. I don't have the number. I know the other lot was larger because there were more spaces.
3: Mm-hmm. So Isn't it different? is. I mean, do you contemplate there would be a plan that would show the area and dimensions like this as a separate lot on uh, that property? That uh, you know, for purposes of identifying it and and what the commercial area would be.
1: Ah, okay. Um, this is I mean, what. If, if, it's, of...
3: if it's setting out a separate. Well, only a separate part of it is a commercial a separate area
1: lot. excuse me I'm sorry yeah. go ahead
3: no go ahead no I, I, yeah it would be like a separate a separate lot I don't I don't mean necessarily for uh well a, a separate a separate lot so that because that's the only portion of that property that's commercial so something right. that would so designate. Not
1: subdividing the lot but what you're saying is you want to be very clear about what area of this lot is being used for this is a commercial use parking for a com- for commercial use. Right. with dimensions and It's not and a separate that. lot, but I, I think after just discussing this a bit with the Board of Appeals, we probably can understand what you're looking for. But I think what you're looking for is a perimeter line. Um, you know, basically it would be it would be where the fence is and then it would continue where there is no fence, sort of at the same distance. But that would be the perimeter line coming all the way around back to the existing parking lot. Would you agree with that or not,
3: Mr. Chair? Do you understand what I'm?
0: Uh, I, saying? I, think, I think I do. But, uh, but I mean, if, we, if we're going to be
3: identified, for example, in a decision, one you know, I, I would think you'd we'd have to have something to clearly identify the portion that was being talked about. And, and th- this plan, I don't know, think doesn't really. The
1: application actually is for what you'd call mixed use for this lot, because it's gonna to continue to be a residential lot with a residential use. That's the, the um, residential structure in front, which has its own driveway. And then there's gonna be commercial use of a portion of the lot for this parking area. So um, usually, you know, the site plan is the identification of the area that's being where change is proposed. But I have I have no problem with the idea of creating a line on the plan that surrounds that area, you know, but it would just be another line. I think it would be just outside the fence line. I don't think the, um, I don't see any reason why the landscaping would be Commercial per se, it's it's certainly being installed to provide further protection. I mean, it's entirely up to you how you would want me to treat that on as a as a perimeter on the plan. The reason we didn't create a line, we don't create a line like that normally on an application like this is that we we we're not doing a subdivision, and we don't want to create the appearance of a subdivision where there are now two lots. That would be a whole different process. Um, And I haven't seen
3: one like this. No, I can be honest. No, with it's honestly. unusual. I
1: agree, and I think you're so. So that's you know, big.
3: but but I do know that you know there should. I think I, I. But I'm well, you know. like, I mean uh, Ms. O'Donnell and Mr. Leonard. If I'm if I'm wrong or if you disagree with me, I think there has to be some specificity to what is being designated for parking use for commercial purposes mm-hmm. uh, relating to the other parcel. I I, I would think.
2: Well, I I think it's I mean
3: it's a variance only with respect to a certain portion of the property, and I think that has to be identifiable by dimensions and area and whatever, but. uh, Mm -hmm.
2: Well, I think we could draft the decision to say that the commercial use applies to the you know the parking area, I think it would be helpful, Um, I agree Ted that it would be helpful to have some sort of zone line um that says that this is the area of the residential lot that's um got them it's it's a mixed use i mean that's what you're trying to do with this variance is allow two uses on one lot and so i think it makes sense rather than sort of make it look like we're rezoning the entire residential parcel 672 Mm -hmm. that we're setting aside just this area where the parking is and i think we can describe it in the permit that way i don't Obviously, we don't want a subdivision and that's not really what we're looking for, but I think some, you know, sort of dotted line that, you know, sort of follows the fence or something like that and just say, with a little tag on it that says that that's the commercial zone, I think would be very helpful for future people reading the plan.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah commercial park can use line or something like that.
3: I yeah. It should have dimensions and area. I
1: yes. don't think it needs to but- you could. I mean, we can give you that. I can tell you already that the area is 4,900 square feet. Um, and, well, it's an irregular shape and all that. So, um, I mean, I, I, yeah,
2: whatever. We could generally describe it in the decision as 49 square feet plus or 4,900 square feet plus or minus, whatever, and that would help with the um, description.
1: Greg um All I know right. you're listening to this so um, can you see a way to do this type of line and identify it appropriately
4: yeah I mean we certainly could could draw a line I think it was just suggested probably just outside the um, fence line kind of documenting that location um, we could put some dimensions on it that's not a problem um, yeah I mean we can quantify the the area of the parking lot, the number of spaces in the parking lot. This plan is is to scale, and while it doesn't say forty nine hundred square feet on this parking lot, you know it does have the uh, width of all the parking spaces. It has the width of the aisles. We could certainly add an overall length and width to this, and and add a little bit more dimensioning um, to this plan as well. I I understand what you're requesting,
1: and then you could use that in your decision.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Does that sound helpful, Ted?
3: Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, that's kind of what I had in mind. That. Um, um, so it sounds like Mr. Morse understands, and, and Ms. McKetrick as well. OK. Do you, uh, do you understand, John?
0: Yeah. <laughs> I do. That's fine. Yeah. OK. So uh, Mary and. Uh, well, let me let me do this. Uh, is, is there any member of the public uh, who's present at this hearing who has a question on these plans or the uh, the, uh, the status of the project as Mrs. Mcetrick has described it? Okay, I I don't uh, hear any. So, Marion, where uh, where are you in terms of? Uh, Approximately when you'll have these plans revised and your additional filings with the board uh, and uh, can you give us a reasonable estimate if your next hearing with the planning board is on February eighth? Right. Approximately- we want
1: to have um, we'll do it earlier, but we'd want to have all the revisions to the site plan, including the ones you've requested tonight. And Greg can correct me if I'm being unrealistic, but I would say that we could do these within a week. Is that, is that realistic, Greg? Can you do that? Yes, after? it is. Okay, so yep. we've done most of them. And this is this part that you've added, I think they can do
4: pretty yeah. promptly.
1: Um, we're waiting for the photometric plan. So we have the site plan updated within a week. I expect to get the photometric plan within the same schedule. And those will be to you. Well, before we meet on February 8th with the planning board, they'll also be with the planning board will also have the updated plans.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: At the, I expect that February 8th meeting to be our last meeting with the planning board. Sometimes they have a draft decision at that meeting. Sometimes they might ask the applicant's attorney to draft something or provide, you know, an outline or something like that. I really don't know because I haven't discussed that with them yet. But in the interest of completing your process, I would say after we meet on the 8th, we will know if the site plan is going to be approved. And hopefully it would be great if we even had a decision at that point. So if you if you could set a final meeting date after February 8th, but not too long after so that you can finish this process for the purposes of your board, um, I think that would be very helpful. I realize that you can't really make a decision without knowing that the site plan has been approved. Um, the site plan, it, if it is approved, is going to be approved with a condition that the Board of Appeals has to approve the re- required relief. So the two things are really uh, happening together. But that's that's the schedule I suggest. We get our revised um, documents into you within a week. I'll update you on the, you know, the status of stormwater review with the town. Um, and we have our next meeting with the planning board on February 8th. So we would ask that you schedule a meeting as soon as you can after that date.
0: Okay, would you like to give yourself a couple of weeks of uh, breathing room to uh
1: sure. It's whatever. really more, you know, for your convenience. I mean, we we're not in a huge rush, but I didn't want to drag this process out. I'm sorry that it had to be delayed and we didn't get the December hearing with the planning board
0: because I know you have a lot of other work. So, if we uh, if we selected something at the at the end of February, that uh, last week in February, would that make any uh, would that make sense? Ted, do you have general availability at the end of February or early March?
3: Uh, yeah, I'm better in February, March, and on a committee that's going to be meeting a lot in March. So uh, fe- February would be better for me. But.
1: Is school vacation week an issue for anybody? Because otherwise, it could be February 22nd. Well, I'm it, sorry,
0: it February maybe, 21st, maybe. I'd prefer to avoid that week. Uh, if you don't Want to avoid it? OK.
1: Then it could be the last week in February. That would be um, Wednesday, the 28th, or Thursday, 29th, third Tuesday, the 27th.
2: I would prefer um, Tuesday. I will be um, in New York for an annual meeting on the 29th. Um, okay. I. Rehearsals on twenty eighth, so Tuesday the twenty seventh would be best for me.
0: How about uh, how about you, Ted? The twenty seventh? Uh, it's yeah, it's open now. Yep,
3: yep.
0: Um, great! It looks good for me as well. So, um, Mr. Morse, is that good for you? The twenty seventh?
4: Yes, it is. Okay,
0: great. Um, terrific. Good. So, uh, if uh, this. No other matters to come before the board.
5: Mr. Leonard, I do see one person with their hand raised at the mm-hmm. attendance.
0: Whom whom may that be? Uh
5: that would be one Nick Sesso.
0: Okay. Mr. Sesso, are you there?
5: I just gave him permission to speak.
0: Yes, I'm here. Good, uh, Mr. Sesso. Why don't you tell us um uh, your your address, sir? Um
5: I'm caught my cat my uh family lives at 688 Randolph L. And um, I appreciate your attention to detail if this project should happen. But we're talking about a man in a company who bought a building and expanded all aspects of many businesses within that building with the help of this board. Now comes the time that he wants to expand once again even though he says he is not. And he has all kinds of reasons why you should let it happen. The real question that I have is this board going to set the precedent that if you want to expand your business, just force out the neighbors, buy their home, and expand onto that backyard. Who cares if it's Residential, I, I, who cares, forcing your ambition onto more neighbors. Just, this is the message that so, you were
0: sent. With all due respect, we're not at that stage of the hearing where we want final arguments. Uh, it's If you have any questions about the plans that Mrs. McEtrick has offered, that'd be great. Uh, the next hearing, if, when we conclude the evidence you'll have full opportunity to, to be heard and make your closing argument based upon the evidence as presented. But right at the present time, uh, we're, uh, if you have questions about the plans that have been shown, or, uh, Mr. Morse's testimony, we're delighted to uh, have the witnesses answer those questions, but it's uh, this is not the time of the hearing for final arguments.
5: okay Are you there do you, do you have any i questions? just want to say yeah. you folks don't want to hear it but if this was in the city they call this zoning
0: creep. if if it was where i didn't hear your comment if it was this
5: was where, in the city they call this zoning creep zoning creep. okay thank you for your time
0: okay good we'll look forward to hearing from you with the next hearing which should be our last hearing and uh you'll have a full opportunity to to be heard. So thank you very much for attending tonight. Uh, Is there anybody else who has their hand raised? uh,
5: There is not. There is not, no.
0: Okay. So uh, uh, then without further ado, uh, by agreement of all of the parties, we're going to continue this hearing uh, to uh, Tuesday, February 27th at uh, 7 p.m., uh, and it's it's our hope and expectation that this will be the final evidentiary hearing on this uh, particular application, and we'll uh, uh, we'll hear uh, the closing position of Mrs. McEtrick and uh, any member of the town uh, uh, administration that wants to be heard, as well as any uh, uh, affected residents who uh, wishes to be heard. So if there's nothing further to come before the board, uh, Thank you all for your attendance. See you on the 27th, and hopefully we'll be able to conclude this hearing at that time. Thank you very much. Have a great night, everyone. Thank you. Good night.
5: Good evening.